Hello, everyone. Uh, welcome back to Capes and Japes. I hope, uh, you know, any our American listeners had a good holiday weekend. Um, I hope none of you had to work on Black Friday. I did. And if you did. <laughs> um... If you did, I hope you got to punch at least one customer. I did not. No. It's all right. We're at least not retail. We're tourism. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. It's a slightly different breed. Yeah. Just inexplicable. Inexplicable. We did have a woman um, unprompted come up to the desk and, like, raise her hands like, to her face, and just with perfect sitcom delivery, say, you're telling me all you have are chemical toilets? <gasps> and Holy the shit. three of us standing there are like, well, we, ha we haven't told you anything. <laughs> <laughs> she read a sign. And went to the first employees that she saw, and like she was in a sitcom, you're telling so me you're all you telling have. me. <laughs> Just shaking her hands. Like, you're telling me. Holy shit. So that became the theme of the weekend. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, understand. Understandable. But it's like, yeah, California's in a drought. I'm sorry. That's how it is. Go pee in a hole. I don't care. <laughs> um. Otherwise. Otherwise. Uh, eating food with family, good. Um. Celebrating colonial genocide, bad. Bad. You know. Yeah, as 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 is the case every year. I'm like, <laughs> wow. I love to see my family. I wish it was not happening in this situation. It's like I love. Eating food with my family and friends. I wish it were for a non-colonial genocide reason. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like, there's plenty of harvest festivals. Could it not be one of those? <laughs> <laughs> there's so many. Does it and have there... to be the genocide? Can we please just, like, do the, the weird, like, Pottsfield Festival from Over the Garden Wall. Now there's an idea. <laughs> Can we incorporate that into our, you know, cultural lexicon? Uh, <sighs> anyways, what's the show about? We talk about comic books, right? We talk about comic books, yeah. Fascinating. Fascinating stuff. Uh, well, today, um, we are going to talk about, uh, another character uh, like the Spectre, who we touched on briefly before, uh, because he's also a ghost. Um, but we are giving him his own episode this time. Uh, and it is Boston Brand, the dead man. He, his, 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 he is a dead man, but also his name is Dead, Deadman. Mr. Deadman. Mr. Deadman. Every um, once in a while, I keep forgetting. I keep forgetting that his name is Boston, and I'm like, no, no, I must be remembering that incorrectly. And the other half of the time, my brain, for a second, tells me that his name is Boston Beans. <laughs> <laughs> but 
but also <laughs> I did I did just open up his Wikipedia um you know for reasons and I yes. am laughing because it lists his species as ghost <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't aware that ghost was a species. <laughs> yep, yep. It's it's you got humans and you got ghosts. Totally separate things. Um, yes. Bo- Boston brand. I I I feel like with Dead Man, we will have covered most of the major players in the kind of like DC, like magical Justice League, dark, like that sort of realm uh which was not entirely intentional it was mostly just like every time we did one of these guys i'd be reminded of another guy (laughs) that we should also do but we have done a bunch of them kind of in a row at this point um and maybe you know who knows maybe we'll think of some more but for now i feel like this is most of them um so Boston Brand was uh, created in 1967, um, written by Arnold Drake and drawn by uh, Carmine Infantino, um, who's a very uh, accomplished comics artist. Um, He first showed up in Strange Adventures, which was, uh, you know, one of uh, many sort of anthology comic series um it introduced i'm pretty sure uh adam strange um and also animal man first showed up in strange adventures um it was like mostly kind of sci-fi-ish stuff um but it uh covered kind of a, a, a wide variety of things um and uh dead man uh Boston Brand had his uh, initial appearances in, like, Strange Adventures, like, number 205 through, like, 215 or 220, somewhere around there. Um, So not, like, a a super long run, but, like, a a decent run. Um, Partway through... uh, Neil Adams took over art and I believe also uh co-wrote it um and that became sort of uh like Neil Adams's rendition of the character became kind of the most recognizable like art style associated with him um in uh in the Dead Man story um the 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 story of Dead Man is that he, his name is Boston Beans. <laughs> um, his name is Boston Brand, but I would love for his name to be Boston B Beans, and the B stands for baked. Um, uh, and when we uh, are introduced to him, he is a uh, an alive trapeze artist, um, and uh, Dead Man is his stage name uh and he wears this you know red costume with a big d on the front and he has this kind of like spooky sort of you know deathly pale makeup uh because 
the shtick is, you know, he's doing these death-defying stunts. Um, and he then, is And a, then he dies. <laughs> Rip. And then he dies. Um, it's, it's, it's really a dual irony, um, because it's, like, he's a circus acrobat who's, like, kind of a show-off, and he loves, like, performing in front of the crowd, and then he dies and nobody can see him. And also, because his name is, is Dead Man, and then he dies. Um, and, and then... It's death-defying stunts, but he does de- not defy death. He does not I defy mean... it. <laughs> He does kind of become a ghost, which I guess could count. Yes. I mean, yeah. That yeah, it it is defying death in a way. Um so he is killed during uh one of his performances um by a man with a hook for a hand who is known as the Hook. Um and that's that's all that's all we know about him at first um which this like this is also funny to me the the trapeze artist backstory is a little bit funny to me um one because it's like not like he's using any of his trapeze skills in his like you know afterlife so i'm not sure why they made him a trapeze artist specifically except for like the aesthetic um and two being a trapeze artist is so deadly in the DC universe, but not for the normal reasons that being a trapeze artist is deadly. It's, like, because people actively try and kill you while you're performing, apparently. You're just so likely to be uh, targeted for murder. <laughs> um, he, uh, so after he is, uh, killed, his spirit in like kind of the afterlife or purgatory or you know whatever um is contacted by a uh hindu goddess named ramakushna this is not to my understanding this is not a actual hindu goddess this is a uh, someone that they made up for this um, I don't know if that's better or worse. <laughs> it, I don't, I, like, I also don't know. I don't think they should have done it at all, is my take. Um, and it is, like, it's weird to me, because it's already bad. It's bad, like, no matter what. But, like, they did this in, like, the 60s, and this was sort of a thing that was still happening a lot, was, like, characters, um... Just, like, kind of, you know, weird, mystical, cultural appropriation. Um, because Boston Brand is is a white man, like, to be clear. Um. With a name like Boston Brand. Yeah. Yeah, it's really, it's, it's, there's really no way around it. Um, that man, that man's, that man's gotta be white. But, yeah, but, when, in New 52, they, like, revamp the backstory a little bit um and they still they still keep the ramakushna thing um and it's like you really you had a you had a great chance to just be like yep this is some 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 weird you know some completely made up entity not associated with an existing religion and you're like no 
I think it should be the same one, the same kind of aesthetic, the whole thing. It's like, uh, okay. Um, but Rama, uh, Rama Kushna is able to send Boston Brand's spirit back to Earth, uh, as a ghost. So, you know, he doesn't get his body back. Um, and he is not able to be perceived by most people. Um, there are, like, the exceptions are usually, you know, like, magical, like, people who would have the ability to see ghosts, like, magical people or, like, you know, psychics or or what have you, but the vast majority of people cannot see, hear, touch, or smell him. Um, and he, you know, has very, like, classic, uh, ghost powers. He's intangible. He, uh, floats around, um, He could and... walk through walls, disappear, and fly. He was much more unique than the much other more... guys. Yeah, exactly. It's so important. Um. <laughs> oh, jeez. Um. And most relevantly to his uh, continuing adventures, he is able to possess basically anyone. Um, so most of what Dead Man does involves him possessing somebody in order to solve a problem. Or just to, like, communicate with people, because most of them cannot perceive him. Um, he's able to, it's like, uh... There, there's usually no real, like, effort required. Like, you know, some, some kind of, like, possession-based things. It's like, oh, it's only if, you know, somebody has, like, a, you know, like, low willpower or something. Like, most people, he's able to do it, uh, basically instantaneously, regardless of, you know, whether they're conscious or what have you he I, he can also possess animals which is fun um that is fun yes uh obviously there are exceptions um usually people who have some sort of like magical safeguard up um though i think also like people have avoided it with like hypnosis like they like hypnotize themselves into not being able to be possessed um, but, uh, usually, again, because it's his main power, like, he, he's usually able to do it, like, quite easily, um, and sometimes it's, sometimes it's a case of, like, needing to, like, use a, like, specific person to be able to get in somewhere or solve a problem, and sometimes it's a case of literally just, like, hopping from person to person so you can, like, fight this guy who's, like, trying to do a crime, um, or whatever. So it's, um, it is, it is pretty fun. I mean, you know me, I love, I love possession, I love possession stuff. <laughs> um, initially, Ramakrishna sends him back to Earth so that he can, uh, find out who killed him and get justice. And then most of the stories, um are focused either on, like, uh, you know, him, like, going through the steps to find out, like, 
who the hook is or like who he worked for and you know why he would kill a circus acrobat with like no real like nothing of particular significance in in his life um i mean every life is significant but like nothing that would make somebody want to try and kill you um and also along the way in like addition to discovering this and like taking steps to discover this he usually ends up you know using his powers to help people in in some way um because he's you know sometimes you're a ghost and you see someone in trouble and you're like oh i mean i should probably do something (laughs) i can't die in the process so (laughs) what's the worst that could happen um ultimately he finds out that uh the guy who killed him works for a group of assassins uh who are part like a i believe a branch of the league of assassins run by uh Raish al Ghul's father um who's who is just called the sensei i don't think he ever gets like a an actual like given name he's just the sensei how come uh they're pulling like a lot of you know arabic sort of stuff for rachel ghoul and the league of assassins and then they're like and this man has a japanese title yeah you know (laughs) really really good the whole al ghoul family you just really gotta ask yourself a lot of questions. <laughs> Points at the Al Ghul family. And what's up with that over there? Yeah. Yeah. Huge, huge comic books mood. Um, to be fair, I'm also pointing at Boston Brand. What's up with that over there? What is up with that over there? As, as far as I can tell, Rama is an actual Hindu goddess. Kushna is nothing. Okay. So they... <laughs> I like I googled it and the only, like if you just google Kushna the only thing that comes up is Ramakushna DC comics. <laughs> so I feel like they're like let's take a real goddess and just add an a word that sounds vaguely <laughs> Hindu. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And just put those two things together and there you go. Yeah. I like, don't my name <laughs> I don't like it. But then I, again, no. this man is also named Boston Brand. Yeah. So I, I guess I, I will don't, does it balance out? Like Boston Brand does feel like one of those names like Boston Brand you know, baked in, beans. Yeah. Like in Death Note where they like just write down like fake American names. Like it does kind <laughs> of look like somebody looked at, like, a list of um, American nouns and words and was like, that sounds like a name. (laughs) Like, the shirts where it's just, like, people wear this because they can't, it's it's just a nonsense phrase, but it looks nice to people who don't read English. Yes, yes, yes. Or, or like, the um, Italian song that the man wrote in gibberish, but made it sound like American English, just to prove a point that Italians love anything American. 
even though they don't know what they're saying. And every time I hear it, I'm like, I'm, I'm losing it. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> That's what Boston brand is. Um, Boston brand is a poorly translated shirt. Yes, exactly. Um, so he finds out that this guy killed him to get into the League of Assassins. And there was, like, no real, you know, deeper reason for it. It was just, like, you got, you got, to, you got to assassinate a guy if you want to be an assassin. He was like, this guy. So he's like, okay, well, that was a little bit of a, a depressing conclusion <laughs> to my quest. Um, I thought maybe there was a reason, but I guess not. It was just I... murder for murder's sake. It was just a random act of violence, and now I am dead in a ghost. I feel like um, for your hmm. test for, like, a graduating assassin school or whatever, yes. it should be something more difficult than just a regular circus performer. <laughs> yeah, the, the, like, like, he's not even, like, as far as I'm aware, like... A really, really, really famous circus performer. Like, like, it should be more than just, like, a random guy if you're trying to prove your skills. Like, is this... Unless... Unless. This is, this is the entrance, entrance exam. Oh, prove, yeah. And then prove to me before, up. before we train you that you can at least kill a man so that we don't teach you how to do all this stuff. And then you're like, you know what? I'm actually not down with murder. I actually... This sucks. I'm leaving. The entrance um, exam to murder school is murder. <laughs> Who would have guessed? Yes, the final exam to murder school is also murder. Yes, but it's it's a harder murder. It's like it's a, a political assassination or something. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The hardest... Uh, post in the comments, what's the hardest murder to do? Batman. Yeah. It's why so Actually, many people are trying to kill Batman. I take it back. It's gotta be one of the invincible superheroes. <laughs> Probably a little harder to murder than Batman. <laughs> well! Batman is at least mortal. <laughs> Batman at least can physically be killed. Yes. But you never know. Um, anyways. Um, so he finds this out, and then in the... I believe in the like ensuing conflict, he realizes he can't possess... The sensei, and then later finds out the sensei is also possessed by a different ghost, whose name is Jonah, um, who is also running around possessing people, but for evil. Um, well, way to take away this evil man's agency. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? So sad. Um, he, um... So that's also, like, the thing about um, the initial kind of, like, dead man stories is that it, like, they had, like, a very clear goal in terms of, like, this is about, you know, dead man trying to figure out, like, who killed him and why. And then when that mystery is solved, it's kind of just like, well, the story's over. <laughs> Even if the, you know, the conclusion was not satisfying for Dead Man. Um, we're done here. We're, we're done here. Heck it um, in, boys. 
so it's like there's uh some like other stuff going on another thing about the initial dead man stories is that he spends a lot of it very 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 sad about how he's a ghost and he like you know can't interact with the world which like it you, is a sad thing like not like it's not invalid of him to be sad about it um but it's just like he's he's very very sort of morose kind of character um and like he had a uh he had a love interest uh while he was alive um named Lorna and he's you know like so sad that he can't you know be with her anymore and he can't like she can't see him and he can't tell her what happens unless he like possesses somebody else to talk to her and even if she believed him that's not really a viable solution forever um and uh like at, at one point it's like he like he sees a guy like being rude to his girlfriend and he's like oh i'm gonna go possess that guy and i'm gonna go talk to his girlfriend just so i can like talk to a human being and then he finds out that the guy is like a mafia hitman and he's like oh great now i have to go stop this mafia crime i guess um but uh later sort of variations of the character have been like a little less gloomy. It it varies, because some people do still write him as kind of like, oh, I'm so sad about being a ghost. But, like, in other versions, he's, like, very sort of wisecracking. Um, so there's sort of a wide range. Um, there's one uh, pretty, uh, pretty well-known short story that I think is a Christmas story um that came out post crisis that still like circulates every so often um, I do love this one yeah where the the one where he's like oh I'm so sad I'm a ghost and then he like uh runs into like pre-crisis supergirl and she's like well I know it's hard but like you know you're still, like, making a difference in, like, people's lives, and, like, it shouldn't matter if they, you know, see you or, like, know what you did, like, what your actions still matter. Um, and they have, like, a little, like, conversation about it, and then, uh, he's like, wait a second, who are you? Um, and it's, like, revealed that she's, like, a version of Supergirl who doesn't exist anymore because of, like, Crisis Reboot. Um, which makes me very emotional <laughs> in yeah. a meta way. Um, it's a, it's a good, it's a good story. Um, but, uh, yeah, there, there's been a lot of kind of fluctuation. Um, there's like, also, I, I think this is maybe... I'm I'm not sure if this is during the sort of main storyline or if this is in one of his like solo series after um after the the original uh original like strange adventures dead man stories he doesn't show up a lot um it is revealed at 
some point that um he has a he has a twin brother whose name is Cleveland. I was Cleveland trying brand. to guess. I was trying to guess which city it would be. Would not have come up with Cleveland. I was. I, I, was, I was trying to stay in Massachusetts. <laughs> nope. 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 It's Cleveland. Um, and uh, Cleveland like takes over Boston's circus act after he dies. Um, and then he also gets killed by somebody who's trying to kill Boston Brand. Um, it's, it's so, oh my god. Um, there's, um, also a storyline. Um, I think it's, like, I believe it's, like, a, like, late 80s storyline where he, uh, teams up with Batman. And, uh, Batman has him, like, investigate the, uh, this, like, you know, mafia guy, and he possesses the mafia guy, um, and he, like, meets his girlfriend, and, uh, the mafia guy's girlfriend, and, like, because it's, like, been so long since he's, like, you know, interacted with anybody for any significant length of time, he, like, falls in love with the girlfriend, and he becomes, like, convinced that, like, he can fix her, um, and Boston, then, no, honey. Yeah, absolutely not. Um, and then he, like, uh, tries to, like, you know, tell her the truth that he's a ghost possessing her boyfriend and that she should <laughs> stop doing crime. And she, uh, panics. Um, she, yeah. What? <laughs> What would be the good outcome of this, Boston? Listen, he hasn't socialized in so long. I. Hey, honey. Um. Mm-hmm. So I've been a ghost. Uh, not forever. I mean, like you know, I'm your boyfriend, but also I've I'm a ghost possessing your boyfriend, and it's been like this for a month. And I think I love you. Also, stop doing crime. Uh, yeah. Um, it doesn't, it doesn't go over well, actually. Um, and, uh, she ends up trying to kill both Batman and, uh, you know, Boston Brand and her boyfriend's body. And he has to, like, uh, like, shoot her in order to prevent her from sh- shooting both of them. And Couldn't then he's he like, just, oh, like possess her <laughs> yeah i i don't know why i i'm sure there was some extenuating circumstance but exit exit boyfriend enter her body make her put down the gun and sit down exit her body i i'm sure there was a non-lethal solution to this yeah i'm i'm sure there was i think it was just kind of uh they wanted the they wanted the drama, um, obviously comic books because it's like he uh you know he kills her and then he uh he's like well at li- maybe now she'll like be a, a a ghost and maybe we can get to know each other as ghosts but then she does not turn into a ghost and he's just sad and and lonely. I- Boston, you can't kill people hoping that they'll become ghosts. 
I mean, I, I, that wasn't the reason. But he was like, maybe this will be an upside. And it wasn't. <laughs> Way to look for a silver lining on that death cloud there, Boston. Yeah, my guy. Um, but looking at Batman like, hey, maybe she'll become a ghost and then we can date. And Batman's like, I'm pretty sure that will not, like, even if she becomes a ghost, I don't think that will happen. Yeah. Also, I gotta say. Boston, how many ghosts do you know? How, how often does this happen, my guy? Probably not very much, otherwise you would have better socialization. Yeah, otherwise you'd be seeing lots of ghosts. Um, besides that, he also shows up in a, um, uh, along with, uh, the other kind of various, you know, mystically aligned heroes in some of those stories. Like, he usually doesn't play a super big role, but it's like, he shows up in, uh, Swamp Thing, he shows up in, uh, Books of Magic, um, he's in, uh, Day of Judgment with a bunch of the, uh, other magical heroes, um, he has, like, interacted enough with both, like, Zatanna and Constantine to kind of build a a rapport with them, um, so that's kind of where he's aligned, um, Especially now, um, because one of the biggest roles he's played recently um, is, like, ten... Oh my god, Blackest Night was, like, twelve years ago. Um, In Blackest Night, um, which was one of the events right before the DC New 52 reboot um, that centered around, like black lanterns and like a bunch of a bunch of people being risen from the dead you know dead man played a significant role um what if he did it what if what if (laughs) yeah what if nobody told him it was happening and he just showed up (laughs) later like oh that's weird he just shows up with like ghost starbucks and he's like hey guys what's going on and they're like we're fighting um undead people and he's like Wait, what? Uh, you didn't call uh, sorry? your resident ghost to help with the uh, dead people thing? <laughs> I'm sorry? <laughs> Hello? Um, so, uh, like, his uh, body gets resurrected as a Black Lantern. Um, and he Time to is possess an- your own body. <laughs> yeah, he does possess his own body. Hell um, yeah. Which rules. Um, He has to, like... The Phantom Stranger helps, like... He has to do something where it's, like... Ramakrishna, like, runs this kind of, like, afterlife city called, like... uh, Nanda Parbat. Where, like, various, like, evil spirits are contained. Um, And the Phantom Stranger is like, oh, we have to, like... uh, Like, if... Bringing your body into Nanda Parbat is somehow, like, crucial in some magical way in stopping the Black Lantern thing. Um, And he does that, and he's able to get a 
white lantern ring and white lantern powers and actually like properly resurrects as like an alive person um and lose all your ghost powers <laughs> and then he has no ghost powers but he can also um like you know pet a dog and eat a cheeseburger and all of that stuff I, you know what i think i would rather pet a dog than have ghost powers <laughs> yeah i mean like yeah same i gotta be honest um and then there's like a a good chunk of brightest day that's about like him uh adjusting to being alive again um and also uh helping some of like the other people who got resurrected like you know deal with the concept of dying and coming back to life um he also briefly uh romances dove um i think and I th I think... And this one's not the call, because as we all know, he is at peace. <laughs> he is at peace. He is at peace. <laughs> Don Hall is at peace. Um, like, at the end of... At the end of Brightest Day, he dies again. Which I was like, wondering. I was gonna ask, like, how does he die again? And then I'm like, you know what? He could just have been rebooted. <laughs> yeah. Without ever dying again. <laughs> It is funny, he dies again, and then he does also get rebooted into death. Um, so, a, a real one-two punch for my guy. Um, but his name is Dead Man, so... What if they just changed his name to a live man? <laughs> yeah, actually, maybe if he did that. Um, in the New 52, um, they changed the backstory slightly. They keep the Ramakushna thing. Um, and then I think they also have, it's like, Ramakushna in this version turns out to be, like, evil and manipulating him for her own purposes. Um, which I don't I, know if that's better. <laughs> again, I don't know if it's better. Um, but... I mean, do I love a manipulative god? Yes. <laughs> of course. Who wouldn't? It's a very interesting storytelling device. But However... Also, there's so much going on here. There's so much to unpack. Um, in, uh, in this version, it's like, he's still like a circus acrobat. Um, but it's established that he had like an abusive childhood that left him kind of like very like angry and somewhat violent. And he, you know, went through life only caring about himself, um, and, like, not doing anything, like, evil, but just kind of being, like, a selfish, misanthropic person, um, and, uh, when he dies, Ramakushna, uh, in instead of it being, like, I'm gonna give you a chance to, like, find your murderer, uh, she, it's like a, was this, like, a hundred deeds of Eddie McDowd kind of thing? She's like, you need to go back as a ghost to make up for your, you know, past terrible actions and start helping people. Um, so... What is it with New 52 and, like, hey, you gotta atone, actually? Yeah, they freaking love to make people atone. They make people wear red and atone for their sins. God, 
<laughs> That's really it. All they know is where red atone for sins and lie. <laughs> um, he does, uh, in this version, he, um, I think helps start the Justice League Dark team, which is, uh, a bunch of other people we've talked about recently are part of is kind of the, you know, occult branch of the Justice League. And uh, in Rebirth, he has had his own, like, solo miniseries, but I haven't read it, and I'm not sure uh, what happens in it. Um, but as 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 far as I know... Nothing very significant has changed. Um, he's still dead. He's still a ghost. I think he does, at least in New 52, briefly try and date Dove again, but I don't think it works, partly because he is a ghost again, and it is sort of hard to date somebody who you can only talk to when they are possessing a different person. It is very sexy, though. It, it, listen, if you think about it, could be sexy. I've ghost polyamory. Come on. Consider it. Everybody should consider it. Um <sighs> But yeah, that's uh oh, also uh in um uh what's it called? Injustice, there's uh a whole thing where uh Dead Man basically like has is like actually I think moving on to the afterlife and he has to pick somebody to be the new dead man. And it ends up being Dick Grayson because Dick Grayson dies because he gets into an argument with Tim and Tim pushes him and he falls over and he hits his head on a rock. That's such a way to go. It's so it's, I remember when this happened and I was like, what? (laughs) What? Um, Oh, I wonder if it's also because they were both acrobats. <laughs> they were both acrobats. He was like acrobat solidarity, and Dick was like, "I mean, I, I'm, I mean, I guess." I don't see how that helps with the ghost powers. <laughs> it really, it, it seems to be like one of the less relevant skills you could have when you can just, you know, float freely through objects. Yeah, but don't you miss flying? Damn, <laughs> that's true. Um. Ugh. God. Earlier, I got distract. I got a little quiet for a minute because I got distracted thinking about if you could hire Boston Brand to haunt your hotel as like paranormal investigator bait. But oh. then I was like, "Well, what would a ghost need money for?" <laughs> what? I guess that's true. What would you give Boston Brand in exchange for boosting your business? I mean, I guess like, hey, buddy, you get my body for like. One day a week. Yeah. Here's I, here's the key to my body car. Um, just bring it back by the end of the night. <laughs> <laughs> like, if you sign a contract with a ghost, is that even legally binding? And if I, Dead Man broke broke the contract, who? How would how would you litigate that? Yeah, you can't even find him. You just call up the specter and you're like, hey. Boston Brand, uh, broke our deal. Yeah, he's avoiding justice. (laughs) Go get him. I know how you feel about that, Spectre. Uh, get vengeance on him for me. 
a small town haunted hotel owner. <laughs> he took my body out for two weeks. I was so dehydrated at the end of it because he keeps forgetting to drink water. <laughs> he has not been alive in so long and he doesn't know what being thirsty means. Um, <laughs> gosh. Anyways, um, did you have anything else or any comics to discuss? Um, I didn't read anything except, you know, the ongoing webtoons that I've been reading. Mm -hmm. Uh, but Red Hood Outlaws did make me very sad about Bizarro. Oh, so no! <laughs> now I have to go be sad about Bizarro later! Boy, howdy. Sure do. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> um, I... Also did not have any comics. Um, I, uh, this past week was Thanksgiving, and also I'm hosting a friend from out of town. So, also if I seem a little <laughs> scattered this episode, that's probably why. Um, but I did not have, I think I mentioned this, they arrived here the week before, so I probably mentioned it last week too. Um, but... That being said, I did not have a chance to read comics, and I have also not had a chance to catch up on any comics announcements, except for, I think, uh, they released a preview for, like, the new creative team for Action Comics and the sort of new direction, and they're like, yep, we're bringing, uh, we're bringing back, uh, John and Clark's secret identities. I know it was a huge thing that happened when Bendis was writing it that, like, Clark revealed his secret identity to everybody, but we're going to bring them back. That's like, okay. How are they going to um, undo it? <laughs> yeah, I saw I saw it trending on Twitter with, like, a very wide range. A, not a wide range, just, like, an extremely polarized, like, level of response between people who are, like, why would you undo, like, one of the most interesting things Bendis did and people, like, finally you're undoing the terrible thing Bendis did? Comics are just always people like, yes, I love this thing that's happened, and the other half is like, no, this is the worst thing that's happened. Like, yeah. ugh. It's, it's really, it's, it's a lot. Um, but that, that's, that's the only thing that I, uh... That I made note of happening this week. Um, if you, uh, if you want to let us know anything that you notice happening, or if you want to keep up with us online, you can follow us at Capes and Japes on Twitter, Tumblr, uh, Instagram, Facebook. Uh, you can send us an email to capesandjapes at gmail.com. Um, we have a Discord server that people are more than welcome to join. Um, to talk about both comics-related and non-comics-related topics. Um, we uh, have a Patreon. If you were able and willing to support us on there, you can get bonus episodes, uh, watch things with us, help us pick what we talk about. Um, if you can't support us on Patreon, but you want to help out the show, uh, leaving a rating and review is a very cool way to do that. Um telling a friend about the show if you think they might be interested in it, uh, and coming back and joining us as 
you've done once again today. So thank you for being here for this episode of Capes and Japes. I have been Olivia. And I have been Briar. And as always, kiss me sexy Batman. Kiss me sexy Batman. Uh.